see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. And this is Brandon Kilbeach Hall. Welcome to another episode yeah. of the Grassroots Podcast. But it's not just another episode. This is the special Shh. episode, our 420 episode. <laughs> Y'all already know. <laughs> Yo, I'm on that DayQuil right now, son. I'm floating. Well, as y'all can see, our, our special 420 guest this year, first time doing this, uh, Red and Meth, thank you guys for yeah. joining. Yeah, what's the clap at? Hey, your hands, bring me that little blunt right there in the ashtray. Thank you, brother. Yeah, so as you see, uh, we're getting lit. Well, not Thanks, boss. This nigga sick as hell, yo. This shit be curing cold and shit. I'm telling you, this lit. This nigga sick as hell. That nigga gonna get the sponge on the mic sick as hell. So as you guys are aware to our audience. brother. Red has been on. He's been rooted already. This is the first time for Meth, so welcome. Thank yes, you for sir. coming on. Absolutely. Uh, sick and all. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get it. There so we're going to get into it. Um, first off, um, I always had this question about, for you guys, um, just being weed enthusiasts and marijuana enthusiasts, and we were talking about this off air. Um, what? When did you guys get into weed? Was it hip-hop, or was it just something you grew up with and just you know started from there? Uh man, my moms and pops was weed smokers. Okay. Um, weed, weed smoker, and um, it was just the dudes I hung around. You know what I'm saying? Um, I attribute that to Chef, this kid Blunt, John Bell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had a I had a great weed education from some of the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my pop smoked weed and shit. And I was just wondering what the fuck was that smell when I. It was just like in our movie and shit when the uh, when the uh, the security guard first sniffed that what butt and he and he got. That's just what it was. I was on the porch. I remember my pops had a gang of his friends in the crib and he was smoking, and that shit. And it wasn't a cigarette because he smoked cigarettes and yeah, shit. Yeah. But that shit came out the door. I was like. <laughs> what the fuck is that? At yo, at like eleven years old, yo, and and then it was on from there. I tried to find out what he was smoking. Then I ended up rolling my first joint out of fucking tissue. Yo, because <laughs> I I know how to roll it. That's crazy. Because when I was a kid, I knew the difference between weed smoke and mm-hmm. cigarette smoke too. Me too. For real. And I ain't going to say people used to blow it in my face, but yeah, they used to blow it in my face <laughs> thinking I was going to get hot. And it smelled like, it smelled like reefer back in the day. You know, <laughs> good, yeah, it smelled like real reefer. Good reefer. Good reefer. Envelope, yellow pack. Little Envelope yellow. Ravioli yeah, yeah, bag. Yeah, the little yellow pack. Yeah. Reefer. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Fire so we understand your guys' beginnings when it comes to being uh, marijuana enthusiasts. Now, <laughs> now you guys are more in in the business side. Um, but my question is, how is it 
as black men in the marijuana business because not too long ago, you know, it wasn't being legalized. There's been black men that have been put in jail for small amounts, big amounts. So how is this experience? White men, the Puerto Rican side? men, Mexican men too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, if they ever passed a law um, in some of these states where people were arrested for uh, weed or currently in jail for weed, I think they should be given clemency. Especially because it's legal now. That's right. Um, that would be dope. That would uh, take a lot of shit off my record. <laughs> Real tough. Yeah. Doc. I don't even know if I answered the question, but, the, you know, it is what it is. As <laughs> far as black men or any kind of men in this business? Well, I mean, as, as, your, experience, as your experience being black men in this industry. Well, what I could tell you is just of our culture, period, from the bigger picture in corporations are 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 they're finding a way to to corporate this uh marijuana movement we have which is and try to eliminate the guys like you know that's trying to grow and sell weed they trying to eliminate them it's a real bigger picture going on and for a person of our descent trying to get in this business you definitely got to have your game right your paperwork right and know what the fuck you doing because they will they will box you out and it's coming up soon like for for example i was on a plane with this white lady right and she was she only know me, I ain't know her from a bag of sand and shit. But I asked her what she do. She said, Well, I'm on my way to handle a meeting with some big corporations. I I I set up meetings for them to make investments and shit. So I, I asked her, I said, Well, I said, she said, What do I do? I said, Well, I'm so and so, I'm a rapper, I'm deal with the marijuana game. She said, Oh, speaking of, you know, I'm going to talk to this corporation now, like what was it, Walmart or something like that. And that She's going to negotiate uh, for Walmart or, or Rite Aid, one of them, uh, uh, to go buy half of, like, North Carolina land to start growing. That's crazy. To start growing. She's, she's, she's working 15, 20 years ahead for these companies while our descent and we're just trying to grow and make a little money that's what i'm saying if you're going to come into this business or enter to this marijuana business thinking you're just going to grow some weed and make some money it's not going to happen it's a way bigger picture that's going on and you need to have your paperwork right you need to study your laws and you need to be up on the laws because the laws change each and every week yeah it's the new liquor license exactly it's new prohibition yeah and they try and they, and if and if the feds can't put they they finger on it and say we control this shit and y'all gonna pay the taxes on this like they got Colorado mm-hmm. even though Colorado was number one and they they legalized the medical and recreational they paint they hitting them motherfuckers with taxes like a motherfucker. Well, the attorney general say no. Period. He's saying no. Period. Yeah, and that's what's yeah. going to be that fine line. And, well, that's and the he thing. affects the federal government. Why do you think they changed it? Because at one point, it seemed like the government was for marijuana and and passing bills in different states. You got California, you got you know Connecticut. You, oh, you got all these places, and then right. it just went kaputs. Like they stopped it. New regiment. You know, it was a new regiment mm-hmm. came in the office. New laws. Yep. Trump came in the office. They have their own agenda. And um, while they're each person that has their own agenda, they're bending rules for the other person so they can give them what they want so they can get what they want. And, exactly. And in the midst of all that, yeah, marijuana laws are going to suffer. But, you know, a lot of these people are savvy and they know their ways around the law. 
and um, they're still going to be growers. There's still going to be um, dispensaries and things of that nature going on, whether legal or illegal. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought about that because when you were on the first time around, I know you guys were working on a dispensary and stuff like that. Does that worry you guys as far as your own, you know, trying to do things legally and, and trying to really educate, I guess, like the youth on just responsible weed smoke and shit like that? Like, how does that affect you guys? Don't Matthew McConaughey, hey, he got like some dispensaries and um, yeah. who else? Uh, I think Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio does got, a few you know, things. They're not worried about shit. Yeah. They're not they worried, about worried about nothing either. Well, I'm. I'm I'm sure they got a, a team behind them that's that's making sure all their I's and T's are dotted and crossed because and I'm sure maybe maybe their name is not on the on, on the front line maybe they're backing it their name is yeah. going to be on the front line whether it is or regardless to the fact it goes through paperwork if their name ain't on that front line they still will go down but if their name ain't on that front line they just backing it see it's a different story with us too like like far as red and meth, like y'all know for years, we ain't have our name on any kind of uh, vape pen or any kind of accessory in that kind of nature because we're saving it for the bigger picture. And for us to to try to have a dispensary right now would be good because we planted our feet in this game for a long time and we kind of know what what the do's and don'ts of this business as long as we got a strong team behind us. That's the only way we're going to move forward. We're moving slow as far as dispensary and getting into it the right way and putting our name on marijuana products or any kind of things but in that nature. Money is in growing and, and fucking. But it got to be right. Yeah. Business got to be right. That's why it ain't happened yet because we will and not. Distribution. That's right. We will growing not initiate unless that business is correct. Because there's a lot of guys and a lot of MCs and a lot of artists that tried to get in this game. A lot of big names, and I hear through the grapevine, they yeah. put their money in the shit and they think okay because i got my name we're just gonna grow something then they're gonna and that shit crumbles they don't even get that first initiation out and they losing their money they they step back from it because they thought it was going to be something fun and something hey it's it's deeper than that that's why i'm just encouraging everybody just to please study your laws and if you're going to do it do it correctly and take your fucking time and, and study your motherfucking plants because yeah places ain't equipped to even grow marijuana because nope. the soil ain't right or the the sunlight ain't right that's why cali got bomb ass weed that's right because it's damn near sunny all year round out there mm-hmm. and those plants thrive and those dudes are out there doing like scientific work even in colorado and shit so yeah, yeah. Cali got that air. Yeah, they got that air out there. Yeah, they got that special air out it's there. Same like New York pizza. You can have people say it's basically, New York pizza in different places, but if they don't got that New York water, it ain't gonna taste right. Period. That's right. Mm-hmm. So is there financial longevity within the tech side more than the cannabis product side that you guys noticed? Say that again. Was there there more career longevity financial wise in the tech side compared more to the cannabis product side? Tech side. So like the tech side. So like the app that you Uh, guys have invested uh, in, uh um, you know, technology that can Mm -hmm. further enhance Mm -hmm. in terms of distribution creating a proper distribution system even better than what it may be now um creating systems to uh assist with like the growth of the product and mm-hmm. so forth is there more financial gain from the tech side of this business more than Absolutely. just simply making 
the products? Absolutely. There's a lot of little gateways in there. I shit. think it worked kind of hand in hand too. Like, I mean, they. I mean, people have gone as far. You see all these delivery services, especially uh, people that are suffering from illnesses that actually need hemp and cannabis and things of that nature. And, and you know, they have delivery services that could bring it right to their front door and drop it off to them, so they don't even have to leave the house. Um, oh shit! I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I mean, I'm a weed virgin, it's, it's, so I, I didn't know. <laughs> they they've been doing it. I, you know, we call them connects. Oh, well, you yeah. call your boy, yeah, you yeah, come yeah. through with the pack, okay. and blah blah blah. But now we're saying, on a legal standpoint, you got a bunch of couriers out there that do this shit legally, and they deliver to people who couldn't otherwise leave their homes to go get it themselves, whether they're sick or um, they just, you know, one of those people that can't leave the house mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, they, 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 they is that that part of the. That part of the delivery is legalized now. They have companies yeah. out there in L.A. and, you know, other par- all parts of uh, Denver and Colorado. They have delivery service that's, uh, I would say, that's, that's, that's just not legal, but they, they're, they're business. Yeah. You, you can't start a business out here li- delivering uh, weed right now. It's just not the laws is not set up. But it's, even with that. Even with the delivery of shit, they got to go through certain, you know, they got to go through cer- certain precautions to have that business just to deliver weed that, because they're delivering, you know, they it's, yeah. it's a whole. And I even read up on some of that shit. It's a pain in the balls. And you have to know what you're doing. Well, that's and what I was going to say. Hold on. And on the tech and also on the tech side, they are splicing so much shit together. You see all these waxes and things that they have now mm-hmm. and stuff and all these different names for these weeds and stuff. Like I said, it's science first. So what Doc is talking about to, to, to build on what he was saying, you got to learn if you're going to get into this business, have people around you that know that shit. Yes. Or else yes. you're just wasting your time yes. because people that really smoke or are into the culture know when something is trash. Well, that's, that's right. what I was going to say. It, it, it seems like it's a little bit easier to kind of so manage at that point because, you know, when you when you dealing or whatever, you got a team of people and you got to worry about them chopping it and, and, and selling it on their own or whatever. At least in this realm, you. At but least they wouldn't like have to system. do that. They wouldn't have to do that because on like on the tech side again, where they're in like these labs and they're, you know, making wax and oils and you know all kind of crazy shit. You know what I mean? And then they're the growers as well as the distributors because they're distributing it to people in these dispensaries that are selling. That's right. Mm-hmm. So if you have the dispensary and you have the grower and you have, you know, the the the, the, distri- the distribution, uh-huh. you don't lock the game down and shit, which is where we fall short at because they're not giving us those opportunities to do yeah. that, not legally at least. Well, I think that's a that's a great point. And I think when you think about going into this business, to your point, you have to know these things. Like if you don't know a lot of this shit to the to the novice like me, I would go in and probably get jerked or end up in like a federal court someplace because I, I don't know what happens. Right. So I guess my other big question would be now going on that. How do you then, I guess, coach the people around you to make sure if they're novices or do you trust people? Because you know how business goes where you're you're trying to employ your friends and you're yeah. trying to bring everybody yeah. up. Like, how do you mandate and make sure that that stays current and into the business side? You got to you gotta adopt the white boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would keep it 100. The white boys, they, they, they so deep into it, man. Like, strains, everything. There's a few of us Negroes that, you know, are into the weed culture as much as them. But those dudes, man, it's like some of the shit that they're doing is just incredible, man. 
I could tell because I be fucked up off a lot of that shit. <laughs> like for me, for me, I, I know for a fact that it's only going to get bigger because we're getting way more advanced with the techniques that we use in order to grow. You know what I mean? Faster, more, that means faster distribution, more people, supply and demand. It's going to be crazy, man. Crazy. You know what? To, feed, wouldn't want you? to wouldn't feedback you on your question, on? too, what you said earlier, yeah. uh, uh, your answer, rather, you said uh, they won't give. No, we do have opportunities to have distribution. There's a lot of companies in L.A. that want to just tag us and help distribute and distribute our, our names on a product. It's just about choosing the right guys is what we're going through right now. Like I've been out there in LA taking meetings, sitting down with these, uh, you know, these marijuana distributions that have shit going on. I mean, we might not hear about them, but it's mad companies. And, and then a lot of them is not white boys, too. It's a lot of them that's Mexican. It's a yeah, lot yeah, of them that's yeah. black dudes. And but Asian. They, they, they criti- and, but they critique they shit the right way mm-hmm. till they all can make money in their vicinities. What we're trying to do is we're trying to, we're trying to facilitate maybe one or two guys that we can trust to go in that we can sit down, create our strand, pick out the plant. We want to mix this strand with that strand, actually grow it a little, taste it. It's not done. Go back, grow it again, taste it. It's not done. Go back, grow it again. Ah, we fucking like it. Then we create our brands from that. We make the strand for people who have stomach disease. We make a, a strong strand for a person who needs has a sleeping disorder. It, it's a process, man. It's a real big process if you want to do this the correct way. A lot of guys they already got one for sleeping disorders called Indica. And they, that and, shit and knock Nyquil, your ass and Nyquil. out. And yo, they got you when when you when you going through a process like that. A lot of guys just go stick their fucking name on a brand that they already created already, yeah. and that's the easy way out. Yeah. Cool, we could go say, all right, we going here and we're going to stick our name on this Granddaddy Purple mixed with Blue Dream, and we're going to call that the Red MF. We could go do that, but we're not. We're not trying to do that. We're really trying to fucking nail this shit the right fucking <laughs> way. Yo, it's so. Yo, I'm sorry. I get so passionate over it, man, because I've been doing a lot of fucking study on this shit, and I see a lot of guys go in with their balls out and think thinking shit is just going to be uh, sweet, and it's not. And for guys like us, like me, Meth, and fucking Be Real and Snoop, who fucking, you know, <laughs> set this shit off since the 90s, not knowing it was going to grow to this plateau, we have a lot of say-so in this game, shout man. Shout out Be Real, Snoop. Dog. Yeah, shout out Be Real. Uncle Snoop. And you see Snoop, and Snoop, and, and Snoop is from Cali, and you don't see his name on a lot of dispensaries. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows if I go into that world... You know, I got to be correct. I just can't be Snoop Dogg has a dispensary. You ain't see no Snoop Dogg dispensary yet. Or be real. And they from Cali. So they watching that shit. They like, you know what? I'm going to wait till it gets Mm -hmm. correct to put my name on something. Because when the feds come in, I don't need them holding up my bread to pay my motherfucking family. See, it gets deep. It just, you just got to know your shit. And me, I just want to smoke for free. And we can't afford, we can't afford our money to be getting held up. I I, I need that little bit of bread. (laughs) I can't afford my dollars to get held up for no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's just another tax, but I get it though. That that's definitely if you get get it on the ground floor, get it on the ground floor. That's right. Real money is what he said that lady was doing, buying land, 
and growing your own shit. Lord have mercy. She she's smart as shit. Funny thing is, we went to Vegas for that weed convention, right? Mm-hmm. And all through the lobby, all around at each convention, in all the places that I was at at least, it was suit and tie guys. White dudes. Some black. They yes. were all suit and tie and they were all out there for one thing. Marijuana distribution. Marijuana, marijuana development. Marijuana right. growth. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Let me tell y'all motherfuckers another story I done picked up on. No, on some real shit. Because, yo, listen, man. Yo, I'm talking to somebody else in Cali. Matter of fact, um, 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 Montel, you know Montel Williams is a big advocate. Big advocate on the marijuana. Shout out to Montel. That's my nigga right there. Um, Just talking to somebody in that team. The people who used to own, what was it, Coca-Cola or Pepsi? You know, the motherfuckers, that so, they sold it. Mm. They got like, what, yeah. 400 bill, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That, they, um, that. Them motherfuckers bought a plant somewhere. I mean, big as this whole motherfucking area here. And they invested that money and made a, a marijuana plant that's so fucking high tech that they can control the air in that bitch and how the plants breathe is that high tech. Wow. And they said, they said, we want to be the Coca-Cola of the marijuana industry. <laughs> now, you, you look and you hear that and you're like, oh, okay, but no, that's motherfuckers thinking way ahead. Way ahead. They like, we know we're going to mash out these little niggas growing weed in the next 10 years. Yep. We know we're going to mash them out. We trying to be the Coca-Cola of this bitch. Uh-huh. And when you got motherfuckers that sold Coca-Cola to invest in this game, then we got to catch up. We got to be on point. Talk you know, we got we to be on point. If you're going to set your business, get your feet planted now and start the name of your brand of business right now. So when it turns over and y'all motherfuckers and they, and they try to squeeze you out, you say, nah, nigga, I'm already motherfucking established. Yeah. And that's what we trying to do because it is, it's never a time limit, but it is a time limit, kind of, you know, even though we the pioneers of this bitch, we want to plan our feet the right way. So that way we ain't in that bitch stepping out. Oh, what happened to y'all app? Oh, it ain't here no more. Oh, what happened to y'all brand and shit? Oh, that shit gone and shit. We couldn't grow it no more. You know? Well, since we could be considered medicine, um, do you guys have any concerns with like pharmaceutical companies getting a bigger grasp on the marijuana? They are already. And they watered it down. I I just told you about Rite Aid. That medical shit is corny. They are. They are. They using that. Medical. medical Recreational. Medical. Recreational. I just told you. The lady talked to Rite Aid. They're why buying they, farms. Why would they legalize it if they can make money off of it? Fucking ten years, you are gonna be able to go to Walgreens and say, "Yo, let me get that blue dream right there." So are they gonna regulate yeah, more man. like pills that you get from pharmacies versus like alcohol? They'll never regulate the pills or the what, what do you mean? What pills? Like no, like how they regulate and 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 give it out. Is it gonna be regulated like how alcohol is regulated? Or like how pharmaceutical companies give the pills and stuff to pharmacies or give the marijuana to pharmacies and then you have to go to a pharmacist to get it. That way. When you're dealing with pharmaceutical, they got their own lane, their own business. That's what this whole government is ran on. They ain't for going to let it's, y'all it's, fuck that it's up. Funny. It's funny how people use the word regulate when it comes to pills and things like that. When we have athletes that get hurt 
And they prescribe them painkillers Then they prescribe them more painkillers Until the point where they're heroin addicts and shit Like what kind of regulating is that Or or giving kids like Hyper kids like Risperdal Shit like How does that like How do you regulate that shit and shit And then tell people uh, your son has gynoclamastia Which is fucking man boobs Because you prescribed a fucking drug for him Because he was too hyperactive how do you regulate shit like that, you know? Whereas when you look at marijuana, how many weed overdoses have there been? Oh, no, them edibles be too far. I don't fuck with edibles. I, yo, one of them you shit still ain't, fuck you still, me up You bad. can't still overdose on it, though. Yeah, but still, that shit fuck me up. You got to ride that bitch out. I tried orange juice, all kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, you yeah, I know. ride that bitch out. I was in my drawers in a like hotel lobby shit. off a fucking Nigga. edible one time, yo. What? In my drawers. Crying, laughing at the same time. I was never fuck ask with those again. Uh, what was the worst weed trip that you had? Because you obviously that edible shit. That yeah. edible, that edible was horrible. That edible shit. I don't fuck with them shits no more. Don't even bring that shit around me. <laughs> Edibles. Don't bring that shit. Around I thought me. my life was shit. over. I thought my career was over. I, I, had, I was crying. I had I was, the shit and throw up serious. at the same time. Nothing would come up. I was just mad uncomfortable. That's the only way I can describe middle. it. I was just mad uncomfortable. I tried to sleep it off. I was still high. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. too. Uh, regulate that shit. I woke shit. up crying. Them shits is hard. I thought I was dying. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. Um, we were talking earlier, obviously, off air. You guys didn't hear this part. But we talked a lot about just the business side of it and, and then legalization of it. But I, I'm curious, has you, have you guys ever been approached by a brand where they offered you product or whatever and you could tell right off the bat that it wasn't genuine or something, it was something off with it and you was like, fam, like what the fuck is this shit? Like you ever been in those type of uh, situations? <laughs> nah. We get, I mean, we get offered all the time, man. And basically, man, yo, just, just in short terms, man, all the products are the same. It comes from one place. They just stick their name on it and only thing they want us to do is endorse and Take believe us we done turned down mega money to putting our name on products they want to endorse we want to own mm -hmm. we want to own we don't want our name on something and then when that contract is over they can still run with our product mm -hmm. that's not happening we can't do that yeah. so that's why the, the paper game the pro contract game paperwork game comes into place there mm -hmm. and that's why we our names ain't on shit i'm surprised though like because weed is such a, a, a big thing just in hip-hop and, and obviously in urban American art culture that they haven't gotten in tune to that. Because we were talking earlier about how like just black people and black culture is in. You know what I'm saying? We're in demand. Why they haven't tried to reach out to big artists like yourselves or just, just Snoop or just oh. people, like just companies. Like So for the lady that is... Uh, doing the, the uh, buying the land or whatever for Rite Aid whatever wouldn't it be smart to get an urban artist or somebody that's tapped into the market hell to... no they don't want no niggas in that shit they're trying to get the niggas out the shit oh yeah and if they do do it they, they usually ask their kids and their kids usually listen to current guys and those dudes you know um I'm not saying they're, they're not business savvy, but that quick dollar is a fast dollar, and they usually just jump right at it, and then their name is on a product that doesn't last more than six months. Gotcha. I mean, shit, we did a fucking uh, deodorant commercial because their kids knew who we were. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to send them Christmas gifts every year. <laughs> It'd be smart for them to do it later on, maybe, but right now, man, far as the pharmaceutical game and going back to your question about writing, no, nah, they ain't going to do that right now because that game, they ain't got no rapper doing no, uh, none of that medicine they put on a 
you know, on the TV anyway. I don't see no rapper promoting none of that yeah. fucked up medicine. They, you know, so it's the same way with this marijuana game. They yeah, trying to lock it down. Shoes. They're locking it down, not on the recreational side. They're locking it down medical. Shaq did cars. Corporal, all that shit is big business, which they do not need no rap on. It'd be fun to have a rapper on Rite Aid, though, smoking some weed. Say, yo, come buy your weed at Rite Aid, my nigga. <laughs> yo, I got did that Pepsi. Gra- he wasn't smoking weed on it, no, though. he wasn't smoking no weed. He did Pepsi, though. No, he didn't get to do Pepsi. Bill O'Reilly fucked it up. All right. <laughs> What's one of the, the biggest myths when it comes to the marijuana business? That it doesn't damage you. <laughs> it what? do. This is hey, the freshest sponge I ever smelled on a mic. Y'all must have sprayed these down. Usually these be funky as a motherfucker, but this Hey, marijuana, your short term be fucked up. Let's just put it that way. All right, memory. You, you're going to um, sacrifice some of that memory. Smoking weed. All right, I heard, I heard the, it just weeds yeah. out what you want to think. What you want to remember Like we just Eliminates all the shit You ain't supposed to remember I be wanting to remember My passwords Especially when I get new tech And I can't remember My fucking passwords That comes from technology I I lose the remote Three times a day And lighters I lose lighters All day every day So yeah That's what getting older And shit That's not That's not getting older And shit my nigga Like (laughs) 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 That's not getting older And shit like Losing memory and shit. I was shit. about to say, don't blame it on that. <laughs> 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 yeah, older than that. People know what I'm talking about. So for for artists that are are coming into the business, you for well for anyone, you guys said that they need to make sure that their shit is on point. Is it? Even especially true for artists because there are people like the hip hop police and other people that are kind of like waiting for people to make, especially rappers, like to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Weed is just the gateway to get into other shit. If they can smell weed in the car, then they can fuck with you. If they can't smell weed in the car, they can't fuck with you. So weed is just the gateway. I know anytime I got pulled over, if they smell weed in the car, it was a rap. But they can get you on a DUI though on weed DWI DUI yeah, DUI for if they think you high and shit they could book you on a D, D, DUI. If they smell weed in the car, you are high. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Shit, I didn't know that. And that's how they getting a lot of uh, money in Denver too. They ain't talking about that part. I mean, marijuana is bringing billions. Some of them billions is coming from traffic and p- taking people's cars and them having to buy it back out of impound. So I got an interesting question. Y'all, I'm assuming you've seen Black Panther or know the premise of Black Panther, obviously. The movie Black Panther, right? Yeah. If you could pick one artist or mogul or someone to partner with to make a Wakanda type of place where it's a magical land of weed, who would it be? A magical land of weed? Of just weed. You you partnered with a bunch of people and Mm. you you could name your top five people or top three? Wiz Khalifa definitely on the list. Okay. He is smart, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Chong, yeah, be real and and then definitely Snoop. Snoop, yeah. Oh man, um, Wood Willie Nelson, Woody Harrelson. I get currency in there. Yeah, currency for sure, but definitely Woody and um Montel Williams. Definitely, Montel, he yeah. definitely would be in there. Ellen DeGeneres, not let me chill. <laughs> Ellen yeah. would be cool. Ellen would be cool. I, I'm about to say, I think cool. yeah. she, she supports yeah. a lot of shit. A yeah. lot of yeah. shit. I think she'd be yeah, I, think I don't think be cool. she smokes anymore. Just though. like Montel, though. Montel. Montel. I think old girl that be with Oprah, Oprah best friend, I think Gail smoked a little weed and shit. <laughs> Gail cool. I like Gail. Rihanna. Like, 
Rihanna, right? I don't have yeah. Rihanna in there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. want it for other reasons. <laughs> no, 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 not even. I think she's gorgeous, but I heard she she blow. She, you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. So Leonardo that's what's up. Who oh, definitely yeah, Lee, mm-hmm. definitely Leonardo. Oh, Matthew Leonardo's a fool. Hey, uh, my boy, the professor, because he's a genius with it. We call him the professor for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And Wesley Snipes. Snipe, snipe, blow. If you know he don't smoke, but he's just a good, <laughs> All right, well, shit. you know, person Bruce to have Willis. in there for some good descent. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. A lot of drops. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Name <laughs> drop. <laughs> um, the only other question um, I had was, and this has been, I'm sure you guys get this all the time. We asked you before, what's up with How High 2, man? You guys, are, it seems like you guys are so vested in the in the culture of, of weed and, and trying to educate people and trying to bring more awareness to it, you know what I'm saying, which I think is, is dope. Are we going to possibly get that in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I ain't teaching nobody about no weed in that movie. We're going to be <laughs> wilding fun. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, how high too? Um, I don't know. I can't really speak on it because I I don't know what's going on right now. But there there are scripts, multiple. You know, so I guess we'll see. We got the script, and we ain't like the bitch. One of them turned sent that bitch back in. Yeah. Our yeah. thing is, if it's not gonna be funnier than the first one, we ain't gonna taint the first one. We're gonna leave it alone and move on. And my thing was, if it goes straight to video on demand, what's the point? Ain't that the way of the world now? Nah, mm-hmm. Netflix. The world. I mean, what? It, nah, mm. nah, Because nah, when you have, in my opinion, yeah, it's like when a, you have a movie in a theater <laughs> and then your second one is right to, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, whenever you've seen a movie, like let's say if it was Aliens Part One, but Aliens Part Two <laughs> came right out in Blockbuster, on not, you're not going Netflix. to see that shit. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Would you guys be interested in doing like a TV program then? TV, we like did, around the we had our we had our time with TV. TV, it's a lot of um, I love <laughs> documentary you know of anything. You know what? Um, there's a vehicle out there for red meth somewhere, and and whether it's behind the camera or in front of the camera, mm-hmm. for sure. TV and movies. Yep. I could uh, well just for me, I could definitely see y'all doing something like that. I understand what you're saying about like things just going straight to from the theater to. Uh, Netflix or just shit like that, but I think that you two or there's there's certain artists that have like kind of paved the way culturally that could easily go to Netflix or like a Hulu and get a bag. I think you guys could do that. There's there's such there's still a demand for how high too when you, mm-hmm. when you think about it when you when people yeah. it was a great movie the first time around. So everybody right. I like asking it. about I liked it. it a lot, but it, but at at this point it it goes far beyond a bag. Oh, okay, because you know there's a lot of people that really love that movie. And um, if we, like Doc said, it, it would taint it if we just went for the bag and just let them do whatever the, they want to do. If they do come with a high high part two, I probably won't have anything to do with it unless it's funny. Exactly. Bottom line. Me too. Oh, so you guys are just saying strictly from a brand perspective. Exactly. I mean, that makes sense. A, the, the, shit, the, the title alone came from a song me and him thought of while on the fucking road. Yeah. It's our first time on the road together and shit. We they ain't know if it was going hit or not, whether we was gonna get along or not. Thankfully, we did. This was a gracious motherfucker because he didn't have to go on the road with me. He was already established at Def Jam, but we went out on the road together, and he always had this idea to do a song together. 
You know what I mean? And it turned into how high. We didn't have a hook for it. No. We got the hook when we was in the studio. Mm-hmm. And who knew? Shit done turned into a movie. Motherfuckers done had a TV show and shit. Niggas be doing the fucking... Oh, too hot shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Rammstein shit. That shit crazy right there. You I mean, know? We can't that's, take that's, that. That's when you transcend. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, that all that makes sense. Um, I guess uh, just to kind of wrap up, because I know you guys, you're sick and we already appreciate oh, you. Man, and, <laughs> what can we expect from you guys in the future? You know, like we said, the Red and now you, you're, you're definitely part of the uh, grassroots family. You're considered rooted. Uh, we're not going to give you the off-brand uh, clothing lines. <laughs> Grooted. I like that. <laughs> Fucking so, Grooted. We, um, for myself, um, more stuff with Doc, definitely. Yeah, that's always on the table. More stuff with Wu Tang, definitely. That's mm-hmm. always on the table. Uh, personally, I, I'm making some moves. I don't like speaking on my stuff, um, even when it's in existence. I just like people to see what my work is once it's done. Okay. Um, yeah, just be on the lookout. I'm all over the place. Okay, bet. And Mr. Yeah, same thing. Like we just we got projects we we got in place, man. We just gonna keep the Red MF brand going. Um, just for me, just Muddy Waters to the album. Um, Ooh, that shit yeah, fire Phil. too. Oh, look, hey, I'm sorry. sorry. I've been nagging hey, him about been, it. Been, been, I'm gonna give you that when I come through with it. Little previews and shit. If y'all don't follow him on IG, I gotta or do that. His social media, you playing yourself. I gotta do that. He giving little snip. Yo, nigga, wilding. I got, I gotta do that. And just, wilding. just the album and me just getting more behind the scene, Get man. Just down. trying to de- direct. Get him. Hopefully, I could direct his movie one so day. And man, we just going to keep up. Yo, we just here and we have a cult following Red MF and we just want to thank all the fans out there that support us because you know what? We still relevant in this bitch. Straight this nigga, up. This my inspiration on And this my things, inspiration. We all an inspiration in our team, bro. Like, he my inspiration. I'm his inspiration. That's how we keep it going, man. Working. We want to we <laughs> thank all our fucking fans out yeah. there for supporting us all these years. Even when all these new niggas came in, they still give us that love like the 90s so we ain't left this bitch or skipped a step that's yet right, niggas don't show out at a show like red Mud. That's, that's right thank you grassroots we've been grooted we've been grooted baby. Yeah. hey thank you guys thank you. Aaron Ashley Simon I'm Brandon Killer Bitch Hall and we out we out oh, that was dope that was dope yeah hell yeah grassroots <laughs> grassroots